0: Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level.
1: Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, movie news, and streaming news from around the industry. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Leese. and on today's episode of Dead on Arrival, First Timer's Watch of The Walking Dead, we give our thoughts on Season 6. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Audible, for sponsoring this episode. If you're a fan of audiobooks of any, any genre, whether it be fiction, historical fiction, nonfiction, autobiographies, or others... Then you want to head on over to audibletrial.com slash 21 to get yourself a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial. Before we begin, go ahead and follow us on social media. Just search Simla Gold Show. and mm-hmm. Give us a thumbs up if you like our videos. Hit the bell notification button to be notified of future videos. And without further ado, our review of Season 6. With Season 5 of The Walking Dead, one of the series' best seasons to date, if not the best, expectations are high for Season 6, and while the show doesn't always follow the same path as the comic pages, fans of the books still had big events in mind for this year. The Alexandria Heard, the gut-covered Human Chain of Doom, Negan's debut, there were certainly major events that comic fans were fairly sure the show wouldn't ignore even if they were to be tweaked somewhat. And while those major moments did happen, did happen, excuse me, landing with a decent success rate at that, season six became a clumsy, misguided experience, experiment and fakery. Pointless audience manipulation bordering almost on audience contempt. Of course, Glenn's giant non-death became a huge point of contention for both critics and fans in the fall, but all of a sudden... The show wanted us to believe their purposefully deceitful camera placement that one of the characters had died halfway through a random episode, and then not anticipating getting immediately called out on their bullshit. The writers didn't plan for the reveal of Glenn being alive to happen right away. We had to wait for something we already knew until the mid season finale, which leads me to the first half of the season in general. The Walking Dead has always had more than a few issues juggling its very large ensemble. So here, in an admirable move, a new tactic was tried. It didn't work, but it was a bold step nonetheless. Basically, the first half of the season was one giant crisis. Split up into different overlapping parts focusing on different characters and locations during your ordeal. Glenn's death, however, threw in such a huge wrench that every episode that didn't directly return to that story felt like a roadblock in a sense. The season's best episode, Here's Not Here, gave us an amazing Morgan backstory, which also featured a great one-off character in the form of John Carroll Lynch's Eastman. That chapter, plus JSS, and a few of the back half episodes really felt like series highs. None of the other episodes were notable for their gore and intense action, while Here's Not Here more quietly and poignantly explained any, accentuated Morgan's no-kill code. Still, the actual placement of Here's Not Here became an issue because of what happened or didn't happen to Glenn and Thank You, which came right before it. In Season 5, Tyrese's big exit and what happened and what's going on played out superbly. And it too began with a small meditative puzzle of images and sound. Scenes that would be explained by the time the episode was over, giving the episode extra heft. Extra texture. Now let's compare that to how East began, one episode out from the season finale. It started with a puzzling mix of imagery and voices. Then it soon pieced all of it together for us as we learned that it was all about Carol confronting a truck full of saviors caught on the open road. Then the episode decided, after all that, to not show us Carol's fate after trying to take out the final savior, who was brandishing a knife. That's what season six overall was all about. Needless deception. Granted, there were still some strong moments in the second half of the season, The bloody carnage of the mid-season premiere mixed with Rick Steele and First Assault on the Saviors and the Carol Maggie prisoner situation made for a very exciting, straightforward string of episodes that worked more than ever to paint our heroes out as perhaps less than admirable individuals. Survivors, sure, but heroes, not anymore. I even really liked the humorous reboot quality of Next World that featured a time jump, the debut of Excuse me. The pairing of Rick and Michelle. Michelle. Things unfortunately fell apart by the very end of the season. Not only did the Saviors keep losing until randomly it was time for them to get one over on Rick and his team, but to show went to enormous space pole blanks to maneuver its characters so that they left Alexandria during a time when no one should have been leaving Alexandria. It was incredibly frustrating to watch Rick. Daryl, Michonne, Glenn, and more all choose for various reasons, though often it was to go after someone who had already left, to leave town on the precipice of open war. Then the final two cliffhangers in East and Last Day on Earth just continued to rub salt in the wounds that were still open and fresh. Just the idea that anyone involved with the show would think teasing an unceremonious Daryl death was a good idea is insulting, as was the cheesy blood splatter of the camera effect. Jeffrey Dean Morgan's character was freaking great, and that entire ten-minute scene with him felt like the show had finally found a fresh and exciting new element to explore. Rick's pale, panicked demeanor was particularly great to watch. But then, after reports of multiple endings being filmed, the show couldn't pull the trigger, or better yet, swing the bat properly. It either hadn't decided yet who died by uh, Negan's hand, or it had had chose not to show us because reasons, either explanation is the mark of a show with trouble. The Walking Dead sixth season had a lot going for it, including a massive herd of walkers, an invading band of psychos, a lead new crew to contend with. The second half of the season even began to show us just how ruthless and cocky Rick and his group had become, so much so that their commitments felt deserved by the time the finale rolled around. But the show's unwarranted attempts to tinker with time, format and geography along with the incessant need to make fans think someone hugely important to the show had died when in fact they had not worked to make this one of the messiest seasons to date let us know your thoughts on season six of the walking dead have you watched it give us your take what are some of your highs and lows of the episode as always if you want to support the channel you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com your support helps channel grow upgrade our equipment Bring new hosts, be able to pay them, create more shows, and hopefully one day take this show on the road. We'd love to live stream episodes from Comic Con in New York, San Diego, CinemaCon in Las Vegas, and other parts of the country. And your support can help make that happen. As always, thank you so much for your support, for watching and listening. We will see you next time. You have been watching the Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at The Cinema Gold Show and on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Cinema Gold Show